Hello, everyone. Welcome to American Families of Faith excerpts, where David Dollahite and Lauren Marks briefly focus on the nexus of faith and family life with a particular question or topic. So why did we decide to do this in-depth, two-decade study of families of various faiths? What were we trying to accomplish? In this project, we were trying to mine gems from the life experience of folks in our nation and to convey the best of what we learned from them to everyday folks like us who could take those gems of wisdom and experience and apply them and benefit from them to build their own stronger marriages and families. And in many ways, we have been strengths-focused throughout this project. Now, what do you mean strengths-focused as opposed to what? Well, in the social sciences, like in medicine and the medical model, There tends to be a real focus on pathology, on illness, on sickness, on, quite frankly, why things go wrong. It's been about a decade since we did this, but we took a peek at one point and noted that over a decade or so, the social sciences had produced 10,000 studies approximately on divorce, while there were only about 300 or 3% as many that focused on features of strong marriages and families. So the rationale in many ways behind focusing on strengths is to bring a much needed balance. Of course, understanding pathology is important, but it's also critically important to understand features and origins of strengths and health. We're hoping that this project will bring some needed balance to the force, uh, you might say. So. Yeah, it's pretty natural to study problems and what causes problems and how to fix problems. You know, we do that in a lot of ways because when problems happen, things can go south quickly, things break apart, things, uh, you know, people, when they get diseased, they die. When they get very unhappy, they might get divorced. When they get really unhappy, they might hurt each other. So there's real value in studying relational problems, relational challenges, relational pathologies. But we wanted to do a little bit more focus on prevention, a little bit more focus on enriching, you know, sort of building on strengths that exist. Because most couples start off their marriages feeling pretty good about themselves and about the relationship and pretty good about their exciting new life together. And, you know, once people have kids, they get pretty excited about, you know, starting a family and having these cute babies. And and so what tends to happen is if people aren't careful, if they don't attend to their relationships, they don't build on their strengths, if they don't keep their relationship strong, it's easy for those relationships to drift apart, to have dysfunctions enter in. And then pretty soon people are unhappy, they're at each other's throats, or they're very distant from each other. And so we wanted to look at strong marriages. And most of the couples that we have interviewed have been married, what, about about 20 20 years years on average. And so our particular focus was the role that religious lives play, the role that spiritual practices, religious beliefs, faith communities play in helping these couples, you know, for couples who stay married for two decades, obviously some of those might just be kind of unhappy and they're just hanging in there for the kids. 
But in our case, many of the folks that we interviewed seemed to have genuinely joyful relationships. And they had weathered lots of storms, lots of ups and downs. A number of the folks, I think about 10 or 15 percent of those we interviewed, had been previously married and, right. and had sure. been divorced. And, and now they're in their second marriages. And, and in many cases, their first marriages were not grounded in any kind of a faith commitment. And they decided to maybe give their faith a try. And so now in their second marriages, they're being more serious. So we wanted to look at how did religion strengthen relationships? Yes, absolutely. And I think of our colleague, Bill Doherty at University of Minnesota saying, perhaps the greatest danger to marriage is everyday living. You know, the good old second law of thermodynamics, entropy, things go from hot to cold. Things fall apart. The center cannot hold. You know, mere anarchy is loosed upon the world. The, the words of, of the eighth sir, the poet. I think some folks say it's a shame that divorce takes place. And I think after studying families as long as, as we have and seeing the context we have, it's something of a miracle that marriages can make it and not just survive somehow, but really thrive and defy that law of entropy where there are some marriages that don't just endure, but they seem like a fine wine to improve and get better across time. And those are the kinds of families that we've tried to earmark with the help of their clergy and find and interview and to pick their, their minds and their hearts for the secrets that help them to play that kind of life out. And we're delighted to have the chance to walk through many of those secrets. We hope you'll join us on our full podcast called American Families of Faith. 